Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. And today we're going to be talking about something a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, which is how to find more time to do the things you want to do and how to automate the things you don't. So today, to help me talk about this really exciting topic, I'm so excited to introduce Gwendolyn Young. She is a highly sought-after organizational communications and administration expert. She's a huge fan of structure, systems, and processes, and loves helping her clients implement these in their businesses. Uh, She's been honored as one of the influential women in business by the Daily Herald Business Ledger in partnership with the National Association of Women Business Owners, Chicago Chapter, and the Women's Innovation Network. She received a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Information Systems and holds a Master's of Organizational Leadership. She loves serving entrepreneurs, influencers, and professionals. So she oversees the back-end operations for her clients, helps with strategic planning, quality assurance, and supervision of teams. So Gwendolyn, I didn't even know you could get a master's of organization, but man, I'm so excited to to have you on the show and to talk about this wonderful topic today. So welcome. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I'm so excited to be here with you um, and to talk about this amazing subject. Absolutely. You know, one of those things that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, we fall into that trap of, oh, we have to do all the things because it's by ourselves and we have to do all the things. So being able to figure out how to automate is is really, really powerful. So we're just going to dive on in here. Tell me a little bit about kind of your journey into entrepreneurship and what brought you to what you do today. Oh, wonderful. So um, the idea for my business actually came from an illness, believe it or not. So seven years ago, I was diagnosed with systemic lupus, and I had to come off of my corporate job, my very corporate cushy job, where I had been for nearly 15 years working in various administrative and operation leadership positions. But during recovery, I wanted to find a way that I could still do what I love without having to sacrifice my health. I didn't want to have to choose between work and health. And so that's how my business was birthed. And I quickly realized that all the knowledge and the skills and the information that I had gained in the corporate sector could easily transfer over to the virtual space. And hence my entrepreneurial journey began. Wow. I mean, you know, it's it's a very familiar story to me. I hear a lot of people say, you know, I was in corporate for a really long time, basically. Uh And then, uh, you know, something happened and decided to get out, but realized that those skills could be uh, applied to entrepreneurship, which is really exciting, I think, for a lot of people to hear that, you know, that you have those skills and you have those ideas um, that can be applied to what you're doing now. Absolutely. So it's really all about reframing because that was a scary point, right? Sort of kind of like what a lot of people are dealing with right now. And so I went from having what I thought was this 
you know, real security, nice cushy job that I love to now not being able to even care for myself. And so trying to figure out that whole transition period was a scary process. But once I took a step back and really got quiet and thought about it, the skills that I had gained and the things that I had done, it was a lot easier to see how those could be applied to entrepreneurship. Wow. You know, that's so relevant right now for everything that's going on is, you know, we're all kind of in this period of tumult. I think that's the way you say it. Um, <laughs> and uh, Chaos, if you will, or, you know, just kind of everything's no longer the status quo. Yes. So, you know, you found this thing that forced you to uh, kind of leave what you were doing, uh, but then you still wanted to be able to, to work um, and not sacrifice your health. So tell me a little bit about kind of the process you created to, to be able to do more uh, without working too long. Great question, Kimberly. So I quickly realized that systems were going to be a huge part of my success. And so I had to figure out what are those things that I could actually automate um, and not have to be so hands-on with that would still allow me to kind of service clients and do more of the good work and still be able to take care of myself. And so that's when I start thinking about, okay, what in my business could I automate? So I started to think about things like scheduling. One of the things that early on started to drive me a little cuckoo was all the back and forth emails. And maybe you've been there. Um, you know, does this time work good for you? No, that doesn't work for me. Does this time work? Well, no, I can't do that. And I was like, there has got to be a better way um, to do this because we're losing so much time with this one back and forth trying to get a darn time on the calendar. <laughs> so agreed. And then so many times also, I find at least, right? I have figured out how to automate that, but then people won't actually push the button. And they'll just be like, are you available next week? And I'm like, please just pick a time. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I've learned. We have to really kind of be um, intentional about our communication channels, especially now in this digital space, right? Because we've got people wanting to send Facebook messages, emails, Instagram messages. Um, and so really channeling them into, hey, I love to connect with you. Here's the link. This is the best way that you're going to be able to get to me. It's the fastest way that you're going to find some time on my calendar. Um, and really just kind of putting it in that way of kind of the benefit to them. Um, and that's seems to really work really, really well. I love that you phrase that as putting it in a way that benefits them because for so many of us, right, we we have that idea of, oh, I can set boundaries. Oh, I can figure out exactly what I do and don't want to be spending my time on. But then, you know, somebody else comes along and we're like, oh, I really want to work with this person, but they're saying this that goes against that. So being able to just kind of change it in your mind and change it in the way you talk about it that, hey, you know, this is a benefit to you. I loved the way you said, you know, this is the best way to get a hold of me, right? This is the best method um, and the fastest method for us to connect, which is great um, because, you know, we do get people who are like, let's use Slack. And I'm like, let's not. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm like, hmm, maybe not. Um, and just, you know, that reframing works really, really well. Another way that works really well when I tell people um, is that, hey, this is going to make it easier for you to find out what works best for your schedule. You'll have your schedule in front of you, my schedule in front of you, and you can pick the best time that works for you. So any time that we can make it a benefit for them is always a win-win. 
Absolutely. So, you know, that's one way that you've talked about being able to, to save a lot of time is automating the scheduling part, right? You send out a message, say, here's the link, pick the time that works. And then that cuts back all of that back and forth. And, you know, some people may think, oh, well, you know, it only takes like 30 seconds to answer those emails, yes or no. But, you know, every time we have to refocus on a new task, we lose a lot of time because our concentration's broken and we have to kind of pivot, right? Absolutely. Which is why it's so critical because multitasking really is not where it's at. And so we don't want to constantly keep losing focus. Think about it. The average appointment takes about five to six emails or three tries playing phone tag or six text messages. That's a lot of time. And it's a lot of broken focus that keeps us from doing the more important things like being present with the client or working on a program that's going to generate revenue or profit or doing more direct outreach to bring on new clients. So things that are going to grow our business, we need to be using that time there versus playing this whole back and forth game. So many great examples of how you can be better using your time and why automation is so, so key. So what is one habit of yours you think that you that makes you more productive as an entrepreneur? We, we've covered the figuring out a scheduling tool. What else is out there? Oh, project management. One of my absolute favorites. Um, I pretty much live and breathe by my systems and processes for managing my day-to-day operations. And I'm religious about protecting my time. So using a project management system to track all of your projects, all of your files, all of your messaging in one central location is a game changer for entrepreneurs. And so I always highly recommend for entrepreneurs, if you want to be more productive, then you have to get into the habit of managing your operations from one central location. Even if you're a solopreneur, there's nothing worse than wasting time looking for things all over the place. And so bringing that under one roof into a system that allows you to have your hands on everything throughout the day is a complete game changer and I live by it religiously. I couldn't agree more. You know, I I have definitely, uh, before I, I kind of adopted at least one system that it does most of it, I think. But, you know, it is difficult to, you know, we save things, for example, like I have several iterations of copy for clients. And, uh, you know, I used to just save them and not put them in folders and not organize them. And then I would waste so much time trying to find them. It's like, is this the most recent version? I don't know. Let me open it. Nope, that's wrong. Okay, which one is next? So, you know, being able to just open one application, whatever that application is. And that's why it's really important to make sure that you actually test drive them as well to make sure it's going to fit for what you need. Absolutely. One thing that I always say is an inefficient process applied to an electronic or virtual process is still an inefficient process. So it doesn't help to implement a system if you haven't taken the time to literally map out first what your process actually is and how you need it to work so that you can make sure that whatever system you're selecting works well with your workflow, works well with how you work. Those are the things that are important. So it's always best to start there, Kimberly. Absolutely. You know, I liked what you said about how if something's not efficient now, finding the right tool isn't your first step because it's still not going to be efficient when you put it into a tool. You need to be able to kind of map out what that process is going to look 
like. So, you know, we talked about uh, project management, which is kind of this all-encompassing thing and uh, how you can kind of save time in certain areas of, of your life. So what is, you know, what do you think are the three things that every entrepreneur should automate no matter what it is that they do? Oh, this is one of my favorites. And I may even give some bonuses. So definitely calendar management and scheduling, like we talked about earlier, is definitely one. Client onboarding is the second one because successful customer onboarding begins with creating that experience that is seamless, personable, and really exceeds the expectations of your customers. And so this is that part that happens after you close the deal. So you want to make sure that you on you have an automated process to onboard those as seamlessly as possible. How you get your contracts out? Is there any information they need um, that's going to be key about you working together? A certain way that you're going to communicate, having all of that as a process that automatically goes out is going to be huge. The third one is your billing. I like my coins. I'm sure that most entrepreneurs do. And so it's essential to the success of your business and your bottom line that you have some automation in your billing because you got to pay the bills and you got to keep your cash flow going. And so I remember having a client when I began working with him, he had $40,000 in outstanding receivables and had no idea. And so I was like, well, first of all, I want to be at a place where someone owes me $40,000 and it doesn't bother me. (laughs) But most importantly, you want to make sure that you don't have that amount of money outstanding. And so implementing an electronic system will help minimize that because you'll have something that's automatically sending your invoices, automatically sending your reminders and doing some of that follow-up for you so that you don't have to be so hands-on. So those are my three, I would say, must-haves. Wow. $40,000 in outstanding bills and you don't even know it. That's a little mind-boggling to me. Me too. But, you know, it's it's easy for a few things to fall through the cracks. I know that, um, you know, invoicing is one of those things that a lot of people are reluctant to hand off uh, because, you know, yeah, it's the, it's the cash. I have to make sure that I'm doing it. Um, but then on the same token, it's like, well, do you have the time? Right. Have you found the time? Have you set the time aside to do it? Right. Exactly. And the thing about adding some automation to that, right, it makes it actually easier to hand off to like an assistant or whoever's going to be supporting you in your business, because you can set up the templates of what you want the invoices to look like. You can set up the emails with the language that goes with that. And so you have that control up front to set it up how you want to. Then you can hand it off to someone to manage it just to make sure, okay, they've gone out. How many days has it been since they've responded? Are they paying on time? Are they not? Just making sure everything's flowing smoothly. So it actually makes it a little bit easier to hand off and delegate. That does make a lot of sense. And it's one of the things um, I have found, right? Uh, A while back, I I hired my first assistant. I mean, you know, it's not for a lot of stuff, but it really did make me sit down and kind of map out my processes for doing a lot of different things. And uh, one of the things now that I have hand it off is about the podcast. So I, you know, I create the episodes, I create the show notes, but all of the parts where it's upload this and make the picture this and do this and do this, it was taking a lot of time, Mm -hmm. but I had to sit down 
and map out every single step that was involved in that process. Because so many of us, we get into this thought process of, oh, these things don't take that long. But when it takes you 30 minutes to even write out your process, you realize how much switching it is. (laughs) And uh, having a process in place, even if uh, it's something that you're going to still do, being able to follow that process. So it's not, oh, what am I still missing? But you know exactly what to do next. It does save you a lot of time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, if people are, so they know they need to automate and they know the three areas they need to automate, uh, what would you say is the first step to setting uh, your tasks up for automation? So the first step is actually sitting down and looking at your business as a whole and identifying those processes that you actually need or that you currently have. Because you want to go with, okay, what do I currently have? What do I need? That way you can find the gaps. And then you want to write those out step by step and start kind of what I call your SOP document, your standard operating procedures. Get them written out and then you can start your research on which systems you need because now that you've written out your process and you really have a clear idea of what you have and what you're missing, now you know exactly what you're looking for in a system and you can say, okay, yep, I need this, 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 and that. Don't really need that. Um, And you're not buying systems that have all these features and cost all this money and you're never going to use them, Um, but you're finding something that works really well with how you work and you know for certain that it's going to it's going to make you better and more efficient. So for example, I use um, a program for a client onboarding where it allows me to set up my workflows in the beginning. So my onboarding process literally went from about 30 to 45 minutes down to 10 minutes. I go in, I put the person in, I click a button that says workflow and the workflow is set up to send this contract once they sign that automatically send this invoice once they pay that automatically send this welcome email. Once they do that, automatically send this client questionnaire. But I had to map out what I wanted that process to look like first before I could find the system that would actually do all of those things for me. So when you say the word workflow, then that just means like, what is the step-by-step process that you're either automating or you're handing off to somebody else to do? Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Awesome. So I can definitely see how... Being able to sit down and kind of map out what does step one look like? What does step two look like? Um, Because some of those things aren't things that I thought necessarily you could automate. Um, But I I like the idea of being able to say, okay, these are the five things that need to happen. Where is there an automation that can, can step in and do that for me? Yes. And you'd be surprised where you can save time when you do that. Fantastic. So we have talked about so many different wonderful and great things about how to set up project management, how to save time on back and forth and scheduling appointments, uh, you know, the the $40,000 mistake to avoid, which just still kind of is boggling my mind here a little bit. So, you know, we're, we're almost out of time and I would love to know, you know, there's so many different great and wonderful things that we talked about. What do you feel is the most important action step for somebody to take after doing this, right? Because the first step to getting your automations done is to decide to take action. So what would that action step look like? So the action step would look like going back to your business and really doing it in assessment. Um, of what is missing and what you need. So really think about 
are you clear on your processes? Do you even know um, what should be a process and what isn't? Because a lot of times things that we think aren't a process really are. Um, and so you want to go back, you want to do an assessment, then you want to do some research, and then you want to kind of what I like to do is a gap analysis. Think about what can I put in place that's going to make me more efficient, what's going to make me more effective, and what's the most economical way that I can do that. And that's kind of my proprietary method. So my secret is figure out what's your proprietary method for how you do what you do, and then do an assessment and map that all out, and then go and implement your system you're going to be so amazed at how much time you can save, how much more productive you are. And it's going to actually create even more harmony in your relationships as well. Because if you do have an assistant, if you're not clear about what your processes are and how they should work, it's going to be very difficult to share that with an assistant. And so that's going to cause frustration. And one of the things I always say is let's set everybody up to win. Let's set everybody up for success, which means I have to be clear about what my processes are. I have to be clear about what I want so that the next person I I'm handing it off to understands that and they're very clear on it as well. Absolutely. It's so important to kind of have that process mapped out um, and know exactly, you know, what success looks like so that when you do hand it off, you've got expectations and you can explain that to uh, the, the program or to a person that you're handing it off to so that everyone wins. I love being able to set everybody up to win. Yeah. So you know, Gwendolyn, thank you so much for your time and all of your wisdom. And if people want to learn more about you and what you do and how to get started, where should they go? Um, I They should go to yourvirtualadminexpert.com. That's where you can find everything um, about me, how to connect with me and services that we provide. And then I do have a very special uh, download for them at nomoreoverwhelm.com. It's an ebook on internet business systemization. Gives you some tips and strategies on how you can actually systematize your business for success. Fantastic. I am a huge fan of workbooks, ebooks, what have you. Being able to kind of sit down and figure out what needs to happen when those are always really valuable. So do go check out nomoreoverwhelm.com. And as always, all of these links are going to be in the show notes. You can find out how to follow Gwendolyn on social. Um, and if you do have any questions, for sure, reach out to her at uh, on her website because you know this, this is really great stuff. And being able to automate and bring your systems into alignment uh, with who you are, what you want to do, and where you want to go, it's going to save you so much time and a lot of mental energy. So Gwendolyn, thank you again so much for being on the show. Thank you, Kimberly, for having me. It was fun. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.